Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right, let's get this show on the road! Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go, woo! This is the Ike Wingate Show. Top of the morning, everyone. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to another day and another show. Here we are on Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. So glad you are here. Celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, and a big question for you this morning. Does coffee motivate you? We'll get to all that more this hour. Later today, phones banned in classrooms in the UK. A real-life wedgie woman in Stranger Than Fiction and caught doing good baseball for hours for charity. All that and more is on the way today. Brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call, 479-253-1234. And a very pleasant good morning to you. It is time now for your celebrity birthdays here for Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. Noah Schnapp, who plays Will Byers on Stranger Things, is 19. Alyssa, Alicia Vikander, who plays Laura Croft in the Tomb Raider reboot, is 35. Rapper ASAP Rocky is 35. Junas Suatamo, who plays Chewbacca in the latest Star Wars movies, is 37. Singer Ashley Simpson is 39. Tessa Thompson, who is Valkyrie in the MCU and Bianca in the Creed movies... Charlotte on Westworld, and Agent M in Men in Black International. She is 40 today. Sean William Scott, who played Stifler in the American Pie movies, is 47. Talib Kawai from Most Deaf. Rapper duo Blackstar is 48 today. Lena Lena Hetty from Game of Thrones. She was Cersei. She is 50 today. Nev Campbell is 50. Kevin Richardson of the Backstreet Boys is 52. Gwen Stefani is 54. Clive Owen, who played Bill Clinton in Impeachment, American Crime Story, is 59. Tommy Lee from Motley Crue is 61 today. Al Sharpton is 69. Dave Winfield, the MLB Hall of Famer, is 72. Ronnie Laws from Earth, Wind & Fire is 73. And on this day in history... Ten-year-old Elvis Presley made his first public appearance at a talent show. He won fifth place. That happened on this date in 1945. Captain Kangaroo debuted on CBS on this date in 1955 with Bob Keeshan playing the old captain there. The Mickey Mouse Club premiered on ABC on this date in 1955. Let's see here. Frank... uh... Frank Robinson became the uh, major became Major League Baseball's first black manager when he took over the Cleveland Indians on this date 
1974. Charles in Charge with Scott Baio debuted on CBS in 1984. In 1992, Bill Gates, the college dropout co-founder of Microsoft, headed the Forbes 400 list of the richest Americans for the first time with a net worth of $6.3 billion. He's got a lot more than that now, and he does some interesting things with it, my friends. Look into it. I'm just saying look into it. Uh, let's see here. The jury in the O.J. Simpson murder trial found O.J. innocent of killing his former wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and friend Ronald Goldman on this date in 1995. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Happy Tuesday, wherever you might be. It is time now for your random facts. <laughs> people people get excited about that. All right, very good. All right, the Ramones played 74 shows at CBGB in 1974. In just the last four months of the year, the average length of their set was 17 minutes. Okay. Coffee breaks come from a tradition in the 1800s called Elevenses, where people would get a break from work at 11 a.m. to drink whiskey. wonder how that work ended up. Uh, Bob, why is this thing crooked over here? Well, uh, that happened after Elevenses, Don. The NWA song, Boys in the Hood, didn't make the Billboard Top 100 chart when it debuted in 1987, but it did make the chart after the movie Straight Outta Compton came out in 2015. It's pretty bizarre. Better late than never, I guess. James Cameron drew the painting of Kate Winslet that was used in Titanic. James Cameron did it himself. The French word for paperclip is trombone. Now that you think about it, trombones do kind of look like paper clips, actually. Yeah, they do. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And a very pleasant Tuesday morning to you. Hope it's uh, starting off in a decent way for you. And maybe you just need a little motivation if it is not starting out the way that you want. Did you jump out of bed today excited to take it, take it on? Take on the day. To seize the day. To carpe diem. Or did you just get up because the only way to get your first cup of coffee was to get out of bed? 81% of coffee drinkers say looking forward to that first cup of coffee motivates them to get out of bed each day. Now, what if somebody brings you a cup of coffee in bed? Would you ever get out? The poll found that hot coffee drinkers look forward to it much more than people who drink, uh, drink iced coffee. So drinking something warm could be part of it. Especially now that we're going to get into fall. Some slightly cooler temperatures coming as well. Around half of us try to recreate a fancy coffee drink from a place like Starbucks. Have you ever done that? But in a perfect world, most people still prefer to have a barista make their coffee. Yeah, there's, it just tastes better. I mean, that's just like any food or drink or anything. Somebody else makes it for you, it just tastes better. The survey also found that if we had to uh, give up coffee or social media, most would not give up their morning coffee we'd rather ditch social media which that sounds great to me so what about you did you get motivated today to get out of bed only because a cup of coffee was imminent or did that snooze button go off for i don't know the 10th time and you finally said okay 
It's time to get up. Either way, we're glad to have you here listening today. Brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan Attorneys at Law. Good morning. Good morning and happy Tuesday to you. Well, does your student have a phone at school? The question right now out there in a lot of people's minds is, should phones be banned in schools? Because the UK just implemented a similar type ban. Kids in England won't be able to have their phone in class. Crikey, can I just have me telly? Come on now. Uh, they cannot use it between classes either. Officials say phones at school are one of the biggest issues that teachers deal with every day. Some schools already make kids hand in their phones at the start of the day, but now it'll be mandatory in the UK. So is this something that we should think about doing here in the U.S.? Some parents don't like the idea. They want their kids to have access to their phone if something happens or if they need help. But a new study found almost all kids are using their phone during school hours now. They polled 200 students between 11 and 17 years old and 97% admitted to it. The top thing they're most likely to use it for at school is to check social media. Why? All your ki- all your friends are there. Some kids are checking their phone hundreds of times a day, and they're also getting hundreds of notifications, even thousands in some cases, which that is insane. I am okay, like, you know, where a lot of schools do this, where our kids go to school, they do the same thing, where you can, uh, you stick your phone in the uh, the pocket Basically, there's there's this, I don't know, this wall of pockets. You stick your phone in there during class. You can get it out after class, in between classes. I am not for kids looking up social media and th- things like that. But sometimes it's like, hey, you know, you need to communicate with your kid about what's going on after school or so- something has changed or you want them to be able to message you if, 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 you know, something's going on. I know, I know. We didn't have to deal with that when we were in school. We just, we just suffered through it. But I got to say, now that we have a 13-year-old, it is a nice luxury to be able to know that we can communicate with him if we need to in between classes and in between classes alone. And so uh, anyway, yeah, the, the whole using the phone in the class is, is ridiculous. Banning them, I would not be okay with banning them. I'm, I'm okay with them using them in between classes and that's it. But I don't know. What do you think? Text me. Let me know. 870-505-1518. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Ladies and gentlemen, what we have here is a real-life wedgie woman. Yes, my kids have said that many times. Wedgie woman from, what is the Captain Underpants books, I believe. Anyway, uh, this is a real-life atomic wedgie. A woman in her early 30s is suing Walt Disney World after one of their water slides gave her a wedgie so bad she had to be hospitalized. Her name is Emma McGinnis. She was on her 30th birthday trip with her family back in 2019, and it happened on a slide called the Humunga Cowabunga at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. It's a 214-foot slide with a uh, five-story drop. They usually make you cross your legs to avoid this kind of thing. The lawsuit claims Disney did not make it clear just how important that it was to cross your legs. Near the end of the slide, Emma briefly got airborne and hit the pool at the bottom of the slide so hard it gave her a life-altering wedgie that damaged her internal organs. She wants Disney to be more upfront 
about the risks and maybe ban certain bathing suits that could be wedgie prone. <laughs> My goodness. She's seeking $50,000 to cover mental and physical anguish. Seems kind of low, really. Uh, plus hospital bills and loss of earnings. How about that? Why do they call it a wedgie? Because the underwear is pulled up from the back until it wedges in. <laughs> they also have an atomic wedgie. Now, the goal there is to actually get the waistband on top of the head. Very rare. <laughs> there you go. That is Stranger Than Fiction. Good morning. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. A group of 60 baseball players in Kansas City, Missouri, broke the record for longest baseball game ever. They played 100 hours and one minute and used the opportunity to raise $32,000 for seven different charities. Here's some members of the team talking about the record-breaking cost. Low and steady wins the race. That's the only way you get to the end. I mean, that's the, but the big thing is, is raising the money that we were after. When we broke the record, just that feeling, everybody was out here, and it was just such a great community moment. And I think, you know, then having that plaque up there on the press box here, you know, people are going to see that and say... They really did that. They really did that. 100 hours and one minute of baseball. So basically like one one major league game. I'm telling you, I have a hard time watching MLB on TV. It's just... I know they've changed the rules to make it, you know, go quicker. But still, it is... Uh, <sighs> I don't know. 100 hours of baseball sounds miserable. But nonetheless, it is for a great cause. Okay, sorry. I'm being negative. I, I apologize this is a happy thing. It's called Caught Doing Good. 100, uh, 100 hours and one minute, all for charity. That truly is good, good stuff. And if you got a story out there like that, well, let us tell it. Email it to show at IkeWingate.com. Good morning to you. How are you feeling this morning? Maybe at lunchtime you can have a McRib if you're feeling froggy. The McRib is returning one year after its farewell tour. Yeah, a year ago, McRib said, I'm gone forever. But now McDonald's is saying it's going to be back next month. I mean, come on. Just level with this McDonald's. You bring it back every fall. You just do. If you didn't see this coming, you only have yourself to blame because they've done it before. Yes, the McRib also had a farewell tour in 2005 and 2006, but it was back in 2007 anyway. McRib, we just can't trust you. You're crying wolf. Now it's going to be called Crying McRib. Because of that, McRib aficionados were skeptical about last year's marketing stunt. As it turns out, they were right. McDonald's says it was just a farewell to it being available nationwide. In other words, a lot of locations will have it again this year. Maybe even most of them. But there will be some locations that don't have the McRib. Someone leaked the news last week. McDonald's denied it. Yeah, it was a McRibgate scandal, I guess. But then they confirmed it over the weekend. It'll be back participating markets next month for a limited time. So if you love McRibs, get yourself to McDonald's soon. Okay? I know you've been waiting for it. (laughs) Ask and you shall receive. Good morning. Good morning to you. Happy Tuesday out there. Well... Meal planning. It can be kind of stressful trying to think of something to make every day. 
Well, why don't you listen to a Northwest Arkansas Netflix cooking show champion? She's creating free weekly meal plans for families. She competed in the 2022 Netflix show Easy Bake Battle. Her name is Haley Harridge. She's now using her love for cooking to help other people take on the kitchen. She won the title of episodes one and two on the Netflix show, which features home cooks making quick and easy dishes. She says that uh, making fast, affordable, and high-quality meals is one of her skills. It comes in handy as she's a mom of three kids. So she started this thing called Kitchen Happy. It's the Kitchen Happy Meal Plan, a free weekly plan to help others grocery shop and meal plan on a budget while minimizing food waste. It's HaleyHarridge.com, H-A-L-E-Y. H-E-R-R-I-D-G-E. Haley Harridge is the website. HaleyHarridge.com. So anyone can access these weekly plans. Just visit her website. Sign up for her email list. Yeah, you got to put up with the email list if you want to get these carefully planned meals that use the same ingredients while uh, still keeping things fresh. So just a little inspiration for you. HaleyHarridge.com. And, of course, if you want to watch her on Netflix, it was Easy Bake Battle from 2022 and the Kitchen Happy Meal Plan. So good luck with that. And good morning. Good morning. I want to remind you today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Well, the boss, Bruce Springsteen. We've gotten a hold of his tour writer, And it's interesting what he's asking for. He specifically says he does not want Budweiser. Apparently he hates Budweiser. Not just in the way that Kid Rock does. According to his tour writer, the band needs six types of alcoholic drinks, including six bottles of quality beer that are, quote, not Budweiser. Basically, they don't care what it is as long as it's not Budweiser. Uh, Bruce himself also requires chicken soup with lots of broth before the show. After the show, he wants (laughs) 16 cold, fresh shrimp with homemade seafood sauce and two bags of rolled gold pretzels with no substitutions. (laughs) After I get done doing a show, I need 16 cold, fresh shrimp and some pretzels. He also needs hand-squeezed lemon juice Six hard-boiled eggs with the yolks removed, peeled and sliced apples, and cubed watermelon. Wow, quite specific. Bruce also requires a massage therapist and a manicurist who can do, quote, a man and a woman's acrylic nail work. Tell you what, that is very specific, very unique. We're talking about watermelon cubes, manicurists, Fresh shrimp, non-Budweiser beer. That's what it takes to be the boss, my friends. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, 
and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.